Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda. And today we're going to be talking about authenticity. Which is funny, because I don't think people really are authentic anymore. Like at all. Thoughts? <laughs> okay, well this is, a, this is a strange topic and it's... It's not something that I feel is prevalent in, in people's lives to actually question themselves. Mm -hmm. And you know how I always talk about <clears throat> at night? I lay in my bed and I try to check in with myself. Did I do what I wanted to do today? Did I be the person that I wanted to be the day? And I don't mean changing it up every day, but I mean, was I the person that people needed me to be? Did I rise to the occasion? Did you show up for those around you? Right. And I authentically, think, I think it's funny because people throw around a lot that they want to be their authentic selves. But I think people need to, first of all, question, what is your authentic self? You need to make an outline for yourself as who am I really? Who do I aspire to be every day? And it really has to come from you specifically, not who does my partner want me to be not who does my parents want me to be or my co-workers my peers my it, boss it has to be truly unequivocally a hundred percent who do you want to be insert who's ever name here and i do believe in certain cases you don't have to change your authenticity but you have to find a way to be authentic in the situation you're given absolutely and what I mean by that is like when we're discussing bosses. Now, um, you know, I've worked in advertising. I worked as a teacher. There's always a boss. You know, in a, in a school you have a principal or a director. In advertising you have partners and account executives and all those things. And I think what is most important is you have to take a step back and say, what do you do in a situation like this? Now, um, I've had situations where bosses have done something they're not supposed to. For instance, um, you know, I worked with someone who was blatantly having an affair. I was not their person. I didn't work for them or with them, luckily. But I had a very good friend who was their secretary. And the person would often say to her, don't tell my wife I'm out to lunch. Tell her I'm in a meeting. When he would be going out to lunch with another woman. That's like such a thing to put on another person, right. by the way. Now, like who does authentically, that? she was not a liar at all. And, you know, she knew his wife. She liked his wife. And she felt as though she was becoming her inauthentic self at the cost of him and losing her job. And she decided that she had to find a way to not use his excuses, but use what she felt comfortable doing to be her authentic self. Saying things, um, for instance, like, I'm sorry, he, you know, he didn't tell me where he was going. He's not in his office because I can see in his office. And then she wasn't lying because she didn't see him in his office. And she felt like it helped her to be her authentic self. So there are situations where no matter how authentic we're going to be, people force our inauthenticity. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you're always sort of, and it's always other people putting you in those situations. I've never put myself in a situation where I can't be 
authentic. It's always somebody else. Whether they put you in a situation with someone you don't like, but you don't want to, like, make a scene. So you have to be sort of disingenuous and inauthentic to somebody that you don't like. And I've been put in many situations with many people that I don't particularly care for, but at the sake of like lowering myself, I do not let on that I do not like that person. I also think that when you are truly yourself, you have to then know you're comfortable being you. And for most people, it's hard to become comfortable being themselves. So with that being said, the first part, like I said, is you have to outline who are you? Who do you want to be all the time? Who makes you in, in yourself? What parts of you make you feel good? What parts of you make you feel authentic? And I think a great test of am I being my authentic self is a case of can you be swayed from that stance can you be swayed on that aspect of your personality for instance you know i have very strong beliefs strong convictions i'm very comfortable being myself um people cannot sway me from my thoughts my opinions my feelings etc that's just who i am and if one person can come along and make you doubt or change your behavior that was not who you are or you have deep-rooted issues being a people person like a people pleaser and i think also sometimes you really are forced to come out of your your authentic self you really are forced into doing that um i can say even when you were young mm -hmm. you were always authentic you were very hard to change your mind to go in another direction, it veer in any case. But we have all been, I and I, I do think this is victims, we've all been victims of people that force you to be inauthentic. And you say, how does that happen when you are strong wills, when you are strong mind, and you do have strong convictions? Um, to me, it's very important to be honest, very important. And so much so that if something happens, and it, it projects me into a dishonest place, I have to say it. I have to be the person that said, this is what happened, this is what they said, and, and that's how I am. But um, in relationships, especially when it comes to love, it is very easy for people to be not authentic. Right, because you, you know, everybody listens, to, well, not everybody, I don't, don't be that person, listens to those stupid, like, dating rules and whatever, and people are like, well, don't say on the first date if you don't want to have kids, or don't say that you live around the corner from your family and you see them every single day because that might scare them. You know, people set up these, like, don't say this because people will judge you. Don't do this. So then it's like you're not being you. I think it's totally important and totally fine on whatever date that you're on. If you do or don't want kids, you say it. If you are super close with your family and you don't plan on moving and you don't want to be away from them, you need to say it. And I think relation, I think there's two places where there's, well, three, where there's a lot of lack of authenticity. So I think that's a lot of times in relationships because people have been 
jaded or misguided into thinking, oh, I can say this. Oh, I can't say that. Oh, he doesn't like peanut butter, so now I have to pretend I don't like peanut butter. Don't do that. Don't be that. Because what's going to happen is one day you're going to slip up, and they're going to be like, who is this person? You know, for instance, someone like myself, um, I have a very explosive temper. I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. And I have never held that back in a relationship, because I want you to know right away, this is who I am. This is the person you are going to get every single day. Now let's go in another direction with a relationship where the other person in the relationship does not want you to really let on things, that there's problems. That, that, that's another um, thing, yeah. You know, that there's things to not be truthful. Let's say the person in your life is not a truthful person. They're not authentic. They rope you into that because in love, we tend to do crazy things. One, because we're so happy to be in love. Two, because we're afraid to lose that love. Three, because we don't think we're worthy sometimes to have love. And four, because what will we do if ever we are no longer loved or can't find someone to love us? Right. So, you know, we tend to, and I think women do it more than men, um, yeah, because I, I think men so. are more the ones that are like, don't let your family know we're having problems. Don't tell them I do this for a living. Right. Don't, don't tell, tell them, them this. You know, this. And that doesn't make you authentic. And it puts you in a very bad position. And you can speak firsthand about that. Because you have been put in situations oh, of, I have with men. been put in that situation with men um, more times than I really care to. Um, whether it be from them saying, like, well, you can't let people know this. Or you can't let people know that this is going wrong. Or you have to act like we're doing this. And it gets tiresome. I... I think you hit it dead on when you say that it is usually men that are like, well, don't let on this or don't let on that. Because I think that, I think a lot of times men have a real fragile ego with certain things and it's, it's problematic. And it's, it was in my past extremely detrimental to the relationships surrounding my relationship if that makes any sense i think also a big big place where people have a hard time being authentic is on the internet the internet somewhat allows it sure and you know people can use that as an excuse well i just want to fit in i just want to be this i just want to be that you know i Different than my mom, I'm on every social media that you can imagine. Um, I'm always absorbing content and seeing what other people For me, are it's, doing. It's short lived. I, I'm there minimally. Right. You know, I interact with some people. I try to be nice to other people, but I'm not a big. Oh, the minute something happens or I do something or I want to show something, I run to social media. It's not my generation, and it's not something I feel comfortable. Probably because I'm more private than most people as well. But, um, you know, people will use the excuse, well, I just want to fit in. Well, I just want to do this. First of all, you always have to remember on social media, 
there are people that know you in real life. They're out there. They're going to see your stuff. So for people that want to lie about where they live, where they go, who they know, what they look like, that's always going to be very dicey because there is always going to be people, whether they knew you way back when or there are people that know you today in real life, they're always going to be there. I can once again use as an example um, the girl that sat outside my parents' house on Long Island because she lived not too far from my parents. Um, I've always said where I was from. I was born and raised in Long Island. It's never a secret. My parents have a house there. Duh. But I mean, um, we're not expected to tell you the town, the phone number. I'm not going to put my number. address on the That's internet. Insanity. That's insanity. Nobody should do fucking that. Fucking so weird. But she felt the need to. Um, and for what? Like, you wanted to see who was coming in and out of my house. Plot twist, it was literally me starting my car. Shocking and innovative. So there is always going to be people lurking around. The second thing is people are going to, that don't know you, that one day might meet you, are going to look at you on the internet. If you overly Photoshop your body, your face, that's going to be quite shocking to people that one day meet you in person because... You know, and we're not talking about if you don't look particularly good in outfit, you want to spruce it up a little bit here. But when you change yourself from like a size 14 to a size zero... Right, it's a little iffy. It's too much. Everybody likes to use, you know, an Instagram filter, a preset, whatever. You have a pimple on your face, you want to blur it out, knock yourself out. You want to brighten your pictures, darken them, I don't care. But to physically augment your face, if you see me on Instagram, I look other than wearing makeup. Makeup is the only thing that will change me from internet to real life. Because everybody looks different with or without makeup, but I'm not like unrecognizable. But if you see me with makeup on during the day, I look exactly what I look like on Instagram. And I think that, you know, getting back to what makes you authentic, you really have to live with yourself yeah. and go deep within yourself and say, am I a person who really needs to fit in, wants to fit in, or can I really do okay not fitting in? Because I am the quintessential person. I don't have to fit in. I don't go with the crowd, the trend. I'm me 24-7, and I've done well. People usually like me. Um, they may have certain problems with me, my skepticism, my introvertedness, my privateness. But in general, by being myself, I've always found that people like me. I am always trying to not only better myself, but as I said, check in with myself. So at some point, you have to sit down and get really deep into you and say, you know, some people really enjoy the title of bitch. They like being bitchy. <laughs> they think for whatever reason that makes them attractive. It usually doesn't, but you can't pretend you're not a bitch and you're going along in a relationship or at work or with friends. And you're like butter melts in your mouth. And, and then, then one day. all of a sudden, right. You have boom. this. That's what you usually see happen, too, is one day these people are going along with this persona because they don't want to be authentic. Because they think they'll be judged. And they're going along and they're fine. And then one day. And it's usually something really minuscule. Like someone forgot to give them like an extra like sauce packet at Taco Bell. And they freak out. Right. So basically what I want everybody to come away with here is let's just say for argument's sake 
You think you're a baller. You think you're mad about town. You want a lot of women. You want to make the bucks. You want the flashy car, the flashy clothes, the hopped up apartment. Do it. Don't pretend you are those things. Don't pretend you have those things. Actually go after it and get those things. People will respect that so much more if they see you working to achieve the things rather than acting like you have the things that you're not even in the ballpark of having. And I think then, you know, if that's what you're going to pretend, that's obviously what you want to be, you can be those things. But you also run the risk of, you know what, you may enjoy the persona of being a baller, but you're not going to get the girls that you want because good, nice, wonderful girls are going to see through it. That, hey, I don't want to date a baller. I don't want to date somebody that's got side chicks all over the place. And we're not talking about basketball players. We're talking right. about the actual terminology of right. a baller. You know. And that is what I think, though. I think if you want to be a certain type of person and you think that's what works for you, then become that authentically. Because sometimes we don't really know what we are authentically and we do want to emulate a certain lifestyle, mm -hmm. a certain persona, a certain personality. But I believe if you want to be that, then be that. Actually be that. Actually physically, try to obtain it. Physically become the things that you may already be pretending to be. If you want to be wealthy, rather than pretend that you are wealthy, work harder at whatever it is that you do that's going to make you that. You know, we're very much societally into, I want to look like I have it all. For instance, we're going to take your favorite influences. Do they make money on the internet? Yes, we all make money on the internet if we're on it. But they make you believe they have these mansions that they and anybody else can rent. They make you think they have these cars that they rent. That's not living the lifestyle. That's not being authentic. Maybe, you know, if you're you're starting out in a job and you're working hard and you rent a car and you rent a fancy house, but someday achieve that. Right. The real be more, way. Be more than just like, we're just going to bounce from house to house to house because we just rent houses and then they get sold. That's what usually happens because somebody said the other day, why do these kids like constantly move in and out of these houses? Because eventually those houses get sold. And they don't want, you know, 14, 16-year-olds living in their house, making videos in their bathroom. And you have to think about what will happen. Let's just say, going again with being authentic, you decide you want to be thought as the intellectual, geeky, cultured girl. The hipster. You have to determine that's really you. That is really what you want because it isn't authentic if you're going to be the hipster for like a year and then the following year you're going to emulate Emily in Paris and then the following year you're going to be somebody from Scream Queens. You have to find you and be you. Make sure whatever you decide you want to be, that's what you actually want to be, not that you're going to be it for a little bit or until that kind of goes out of style and there's another way to be. And that's not to say that people don't change because people can change, but like it can't be like a total, you know, overhaul every like year. You know, we're not talking about things like Madonna who would make one album and she'd look this way. That was for her career. Madonna's Madonna regardless of right. what she's wearing and how she's performing.
That's that persona is a stage persona. We're talking about the everyday person you want to be. And I think the most important thing that I think about being authentic is you really have to enjoy being it. You have to get up every morning and say, I like who I am. Right. I like what I portray. I like how I view myself and how others view myself. And how you view yourself and how they view yourself should match. They should always match. That's very important because you have to look at yourself. If people see you one way and you see yourself totally different, then something is not clicking. Somewhere someone is being disingenuous and you have to be the one to figure out who that is. That's, you know, it's really easy to be who you are and be who you want to be. Do you have to get comfortable with it? Absolutely. That's the hardest part. Is it going to piss people off? Absolutely. My general being pisses people off regularly. But you want to know something? When I go to bed at night, I feel really good at, you know what? They may not like me, but at least they know who I am to not like me for that. And I think one of the things that you and I have always talked about is you can pretend. You can be that persona, but every day you live with you and you look you in your mirror, the real truth. in your house, and you know what's real, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, because you, right. then you're going into delusion, <laughs> and delusion is a whole nother topic, guys, a whole nother topic. But by looking in that mirror and going to bed every night, you're going to bed, if you're not being authentic, with your real self. And that is where you run into the problems because the next day you get up and you put on that persona and sometimes people are like, why am I not happy? Because you're not being you. And I do think being you is a really big key to being happy. Absolutely. Whatever it is. And, it's and I, I want to yeah. like reference this. People that are transgender, people that are gay, they had to find their authentic self. And they had to be super brave about it. They had to come to terms with, this is who I am. And eventually, I have to live it. In my own authentic truth, I have to live it. And you have to hold yourself to that same account. I'm going to be as brave as they were to say, whether society likes it or not, this is who I actually am. Very good point. And I don't think also people, you know, you and I talk about this often, how people dumb themselves down for mm, like a man. Jesus Christ. You know, women do this. Eventually that catches up with you. All of the fake personas you're going to put forth, they catch up quickly. Look at all the people on The Bachelor. They're like my favorite like fuck up example for everything because the people are just so fucking cringy and horrible and inauthentic. And, you you know, like we talked about, the cracks start to show. Oh, yeah. And it, it unravels, and you unravel, and they get to that. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about right. they unravel, and they get to themselves to the point where they, they're really confused now. They don't know who they are. They don't know who to be. They, they're trying to be everything that everybody wants. And, again, stop and check yourself. Who am I? Who are the people I need in my life? Who are the people I don't need? 
What is my real style? What is my real thoughts? What is my real morals? Because often people don't live their morals. No, no. They have them, but they think it's cooler to not live them. You know, and, and I believe, like, if you are raised, for instance, a Hasidic Jew, if that is what you really want to be, then you stay being that. Don't fight against what you really want to be and what you really are. And I think you might also find sometimes what you really are and what you want to be doesn't match at all. Also, more very important hot takes here. We hope that a lot of people through this can not only learn how to be authentic, but to maybe see people that aren't. I think you'd be very surprised. I was very fooled by someone who was like a best friend to me. Um, they are so far from authentic. I don't even think they would recognize someone that's authentic. They're that far gone. They don't see it that way, but they're gone. They have lost all touch with who they really are. What they're really all about. Right down to them not using their real name. And you know what you find too a lot? And then I want to ask you one question to close it out. Excellent. You find that there are people that, let, let's just use friends for example. And they're like, oh my God, you're my best friend. I love you. I do anything for you. I love, we like the same clothes. We like the same foods. We have the same vibe. And then they get a little notoriety, maybe a little fame, or they get the guy they want. And suddenly they're the party girl or the uh, fashionista or the hot girl. But when it's convenient, they go back to, that's not really me. I'm just really that sweet little girl from Kentucky that butter melts in my mouth and I'm still your best friend and I'm not what he thinks I am and what I'm putting out there. That's going to get you into problems. Oh, yeah. Don't pretend. And don't, especially, the worst kind of personas you can do is when you have personas that are different for each person in your life. That's always a trip. Have you seen right. that? Yes. Where you're then in a situation where you know somebody and like they act one way to you, but then you're in a similar situation with them but with other people. And then and they're then different. There's a whole nother, and you're like, who the fuck is this person? You know, Who are you? They're Miss Women's Lib in front of you and equal rights, and then their boyfriend's there, and they're like, "Honey, you need a sandwich? I just love being a girlfriend, and I don't want to be anything. And you're, you're and you're like, ready to like, blow like, your own brains wait, out with what? that? I've seen that. I've seen that, and let me tell you, disgusting. And that's so. the hardest thing to be, is when you have a bunch of inauthentic selves. Yeah. Really hard to it's live like there. A, it, it's like a personality disorder, almost. Right, it's hard to live there. So the question I want to close out is... How do you think you found you, your authentic self? How do you think, what was the outline that you used as the prototype to be who you are I, and be comfortable with? I think for me, it just comes from so much of, I believe in what I believe in. I stand for what I stand for. I want to be viewed a certain way and I do not let outside interferences, people I love, people I hate, dictate that. I do think my life and situations have shaped different aspects of me to be maybe even stronger opinioned about some things and not about other things. But I think I, I knew myself very early in life, as she said. I have always been, I don't change for people. You were always strong-willed and 
You know, if I said to her, today it is cold out and you need to wear a heavier jacket and she didn't feel like she wanted to wear a heavier jacket, she was the first person to be like, I'm not wearing it. And like, no matter what, like she could beg me and I'd be like, no. And I had to learn as a, as a parent to just let her go outside. And then a lot of the time she'd go outside, she'd say, I'm cold. And I'd say again, okay, well, I told you to wear something heavier. Do you feel now you want to wear something heavier? And she'd say, yes. And she would change it. She always had to find out for herself. Now, answering that question, I will give you how I became my authentic self. I believe for me it was a different process. I believe I became my authentic self organically. And the only way that I, that's the only way I can describe it, it just kind of happened. And I realized. It was like an evolution. Yeah, like you evolved I, just, I evolved, you evolved from being this it. person that I was as a little girl to being that person I still was as a teenager, being a teenager, mm -hmm. to being that person I was as a married person, to being the person I was as a person with a child, and to now being an older person. I am really comfortable with who I am and what I've done in my life and what I continue to want to accomplish. And I think that's what's so important is it just happened. And I, I'm not saying it can't happen that way for everybody. I think that's unusual, but it just goes to show that what you usually are at some point in your life is what you usually are supposed to be and will stay. Yeah. I And I think too, like I said, you just heard two different journeys of how to be your authentic self and maybe you have your own maybe you have something that is so totally opposite of what her and myself have done and that's cool too but whatever it takes try every day to be that person to be that authentic and if you're struggling with being authentic figure out why because it shouldn't be hard to be you, even if that comes at the expense of loved ones. Right, that's why I said it was so organic for me. Right. It wasn't a painful process, it just happened. And I think what we, we can add to this is when you're going through the process of being authentic, it should be easy. It should come naturally. And the affirmation that you're on the right track is you'll see you'll, you'll run into people you haven't seen. And they're like, oh my God, you're exactly the way you were when you were in high school. Or you haven't changed a bit. And I think the other thing that gives you an affirmation of being authentic is you wake up happier. Yeah. You wake up feeling more comfortable. You Absolutely. wake up knowing what you can and cannot accomplish. And you will get the affirmation of this is what you are because you're so comfortable. So we would like to know how um, authentic do you think you are? Do you do a check-in with yourself? Do you think that you could be better at being authentic? Do you not care about being authentic? Do you not care about those around you being authentic? I'm very curious where people sort of stand on this subject because it is something I think that people don't think about but maybe should think about. And keep this particular podcast in mind when we do lives. Yeah. Because we'll bring it up. In our next live we'll say, did you guys catch our authentic podcast where do you stand give us your feedback because i think this is a super important also too i'm going to announce tomorrow just like on my social media if we're going to go live on saturday or saturday night or a different day because we're just trying to figure that out with um 
scheduling. Scheduling. But they'll be alive it's regardless. So tough when you have to schedule. I knew you were going to say schedule, Jesus. I love to say that. Christ. That and Gary. Her authentic self is Mary Poppins. So <laughs> there you go. So thank you guys so much for listening. We love each and every one of you. Please subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And for those of you that do not already know, I cannot stress this enough. Uh, my mom and I both work for an amazing foundation. It's called the Ranch Teammates for Life. It was founded by former New York Rangers captain Barry Beck and former New York Rangers player and Olympic hero Mark Pavlich. Um, the Ranch Teammates for Life is working tirelessly around the clock behind the scenes to not only get a facility but to help every day erase the stigma of mental illness and we're so proud to work for this foundation we and if would... you have a real service yes please let us know and we're talking about not just hey i want to work for if you can actually provide a service if you are a person who is a psychologist a psychiatrist if you are a person that has social um social worker skills if you know of facilities that might be available things like that please, please contact either one of us we would really appreciate that also please go like the ranch teammates for life on facebook i run all their social media so it's like dealing with me we also have an instagram and our website for the ranch teammates for life is launching on june 1st and um, we also have an upcoming charity event in august that we're going to be posting a lot of information about um it's a golf outing so if you are interested in that i will provide you with as much information as we sort of get this going but again please like us on facebook um we're going to be doing a fundraiser ourselves um with some of the other women that work with us and you guys know barry is going to be another monthly guest next month um he's been on already so if you want to go listen back to his episode and we want you, you to also know that this is a, a situation that is so needed. We have to erase that stigma. We want the ranch, because of Barry and because of Mark, to be that positive reinforcement that everyone struggles. And it's okay to struggle. And that's being authentic, admitting you're struggling. Yeah. So again, please subscribe to us. Please go like the Ranch Teammates for Life on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram as well. Look out for the website. We have lots of exciting announcements coming soon as well, so you don't want to miss that. Until next time, everybody. We thank you so much for liking our authentic selves, and we hope that we helped you to get there too. And until then, stay cozy.